I want to welcome you to Quality Christian Living. I am your host, David Friend. The title of today's podcast is How to Succeed in Business and Not Fail. We're going to discover the secrets between a successful business and one that fails. We're going to learn the elements to success and what to avoid so not to fail. Discover the keys to success. You will learn the ways to avoid failure in any type of business that you may have. This podcast will help new and existing businesses. So let's pray though before we get into it. Heavenly Father, I thank you again for the opportunity I have to bring this podcast at this time to those who are listening in. I pray that you would bless it and anoint it. And I now ask the Holy Spirit to come in and take total control, lead my thoughts, my comments, the reading of the scriptures. And I ask that whatever I say and do, it'll be blessings to those who are listening in and will lift up our, our Heavenly Father. So bless this time. I pray for an outpouring of your spirit that many of those who are in business may be struggling or maybe not struggling, but like to know how they can avoid any type of future failure in their business and have great success. They'll learn something to Today. And Lord, I'll learn something from today because we're going through your word. And every time we speak your word, something new comes forth. Now bless this, I ask, and I'll be careful now to give you all the praise for all the good things that are going to take place. I ask these things in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Now most of those who are listening to this podcast are interested in how to succeed in business. To be honest, I would rather just speak on success than even comment about failure. Therefore, I will speak briefly on why businesses fail, but I do need to cover some of those areas. Then I will spend the majority of this podcast on why businesses succeed. But we must never forget that we can learn from past mistakes. It's interesting, an error that we make in the past is not wasted because if we learn from it, then we'll gain from it and we'll do better and prosper more if we don't repeat the same mistake over and over again. The best lesson on failures is to never repeat what was done incorrectly. Now, as I have mentioned in previous podcasts, the two biggest reasons for business failure are a lack of knowledge and a lack of finances. Now, here are a couple of scriptures on why we fail. I'm going to read first in Proverbs chapter 15 and verse number 22 in the New Living Translation. And here's what it says, plans go wrong for lack of advice. Many advisors bring success. So the beauty of that scripture is it tells us why things go bad, but then it gives us instructions on how things can go well. I'm going to repeat that to you. Plans go wrong for lack of advice. That means not getting the wisdom we need, not getting the counsel we need, not having the knowledge that we need, and we're not getting the right advice from the right people, or we're just not getting any advice at all. It says here, though, many advisors bring success. So if we seek godly people who are basing their understanding on God's word and have successful businesses and we allow them to speak in our lives and we're going to reduce the chance of having a failure in business. Let's look at another scripture here real quick. This passage will give us some help to understand why some people fail in their businesses. It's found in Proverbs chapter 17 verse 22 in the New Living Translation. Here's what it says. A cheerful heart is good medicine, but a broken spirit saps a person's strength. Here once again, not only are we receiving advice about why things fail, but we're also given advice as to how things can be successful. Let me read that again in the New Living Translation. A cheerful heart is good medicine. So we should have the joy of the Lord in us. We should be happy and cheerful and try to avoid at all costs any despair our discouragement. Matter of fact, there's things we'll cover today to talk about how to deal with discouragement. And it says, but a broken spirit saps a person's strength. We want a cheerful heart because we know that's going to help us, but we don't want to have a broken spirit. So Father, we just pray now that you'd help us when it comes to those two areas 
of doing business, one of having a cheerful heart and another of having a broken spirit. Now, from my years as a banker, and I put in about 20 years, maybe 15 to 16 years, I should say, I discovered that many failing businesses were not prepared for the amount of work required the amount of hours they're going to have to work, the commitment they're going to have to make, the impact the business would have on their family and their marriage and their friends and their life in general and sometimes even their health. These two issues, the issues of too much work and not being prepared for it and the impact on the family were equally as important as a lack of finances or a lack of knowledge. Now, as we continue these podcasts on business, there will be many examples of how to succeed And from time to time, we'll throw something in there that'll help you maybe understand how not to fail in business. But first, I need to ask a very, very important question. I want you to think about this question now before you answer. You might want to listen to the question, then stop this podcast, put it on hold or something, or pause or whatever, and think about the question I'm about to ask you right now. This question, I know I'm prolonging this a little bit, but this question has a lot to do with whether you're going to have success or failure in your business. So here's the question. Why do you want to succeed in business? Now, I'm not asking you the question, why do you want to have a business? We've talked about that before and we'll mention that in future podcasts. But the question I'm saying is, why do you want to succeed in business? Now, when you have the opportunity, write down the answer to that question. Why do you want to succeed in business? Keep it someplace where you can look at the reasons often. Matter of fact, quite often. I believe the Lord has a list of reasons why we should be successful. First, He wants to bless us in everything that we do. He's always there to bless us. He wants to provide for us. He wants to help us to become overcomers and become more than conquerors. But God has conditions on his blessings. So here are a few. Let's turn to 1 Corinthians chapter 10 and verse number 31 in the New Living Translation. Before I read this passage of scripture, I want to remind you that there are conditions now on God's blessings. Remember the Bible tells us the steps of a righteous man are led of God. And it also says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. And lean on, not on your own understanding, but all your ways acknowledge him and then he'll direct your steps. Those are conditions we need to trust. We need to have confidence in God. It says, seek ye first, the Bible says, the kingdom of God and his righteousness. So there's always that condition before the blessing comes. But here's one scripture that I believe is a condition to have a successful business. It's found in, once I, as I said earlier, 1 Corinthians chapter 10 and verse 31, New Living Translation. So whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. I think that might kind of sum it up, right? Whatever we're doing, whether it be eating or drinking or whatever you do, that means business or working or playing or having fun or starting a new business or closing down another business or whatever it might be, whatever it might be, it says do it all for the glory of God. So one of the priorities we must have in having a successful business is to do things in that business that'll bless the kingdom of God. And it'll be glorifying God. And it's to his glory. It's to his honor. And it's to his praise. Here's another scripture that's vital to understand how we get success in business. It's found in Matthew chapter 7, verses 7 and 8 in the New Living Translation. These are the words of Jesus. It's talking about effective prayer. And I believe this applies greatly to our business and to help us have a successful one. Verse 7, keep on asking and you will receive what you ask for. Keep on seeking and you will find. Here we go. See the the condition? Keep on asking and you'll receive. Keep on seeking, right? Condition and you will find. Answer. Keep on knocking. Condition and the door will be opened. Answer to you. Verse 8. For everyone who asks, okay, receives. Ask condition, receives 
the promises of God. Everyone who seeks finds, and to everyone who knocks, the door will be open. Now, if we can just get that embedded in our minds about our business, we're going to go a long way towards having a successful business. I could spend the next half hour or so just reading scriptures to you, but I don't feel that I should do that. I feel that the Holy Spirit wants me to inject scriptures to kind of prove and show what the platform of my talk is all about today. It's founded really in the Word of God. So we're going to move on now, but there's a lot of other scriptures you can find. Just Google them, or just if you have an old concordance that you look through, just look for the promises of God, and you'll see just literally hundreds of them throughout the Word of God. Now, earlier when I asked you, to write down why you want to succeed. I am confident, matter of fact, I'm very confident that someone, some of you said something like, you want to make more money. Now you might think, well, that's terrible. Well, it's not terrible. Matter of fact, that's a good reason. You, you know, there's nothing wrong with opening up a business so that you want to make money. You want to make a profit. Here's the point though. However, if it is the primary, the only reason, then that is a poor reason to have a business. That's a poor reason to want success if the only thing you want is to have money out of it. And let me tell you why. Let me give you some thoughts about that. If more money is number one, then how will we handle these conditions if we do not have the success we're looking for and we don't make a lot of money? Matter of fact, it'd be just like the devil himself to do everything he could to be sure that you don't make a lot of money because your priority is in money and not in God or blessing his kingdom or blessing your church or whatever. But he wants to destroy you. So therefore, he goes around what to steal and kill and destroy. But Jesus said, what was in John 10, 10, that he's coming to give us life and give it to us more abundantly. So we know that if we run around looking just for money being number one, the devil's going to jump on that and he's going to do everything he can to rob us of making that money so that we will turn our back on God and move in another direction. And that's certainly we must never, you know, do in our business or in our own walk with God or our walk in life. The reason I believe that Christians should have a business is to support their needs and to have an abundance to be able to support the needs of the church and others. That should be our primary need. By means, I'm referring to anything you truly believe is a need. It should be more than just basic needs in life, like food and shelter. There's nothing wrong with going on a vacation. I believe many times that can be a need. There's nothing wrong with having a car that runs nice and is in good shape. That's a need. There's nothing wrong with having a nice home to let everyone know that God is blessing his people. And so there's a lot of things that's not just food and shelter that are basic needs. And I don't want to get into a discussion right now about wants, needs, and desires because that would take me off into a bunny trail somewhere. And I, I'm not, I don't want to go that direction right now. But when it comes to our needs, God wants to meet our needs. And so therefore, when we have a business, our primary goal should be known to serve God, to put our family in a better position financially and, and quite frankly, spiritually and emotionally, and to help the local church and to help others. Those are all things that God wants us to have prosperity for. It's not just so we can make more money than the next guy. So if that's your only reason, you might want to pray about it and seek God to see what are other good reasons to have a successful business. Let me just make a point on that right now. You know, I was a banker. Many of you know, if you've listened before, that I was a banker for about 20, oh, I think keep saying 20, but it was only about 15 or 16 years. And during that period of time, I met a lot of people who were very, very successful. I can remember being a man, meeting a man once who was an attorney. And obviously I wouldn't say his name, but we became, you know, kind of friends. Things worked really well. I financed his business and we went out to lunch a lot and, and we did a lot of business together. And he would come in and he always had this goal when he got himself to where he was worth one or two or three million dollars. He said, now I want to make 10 million. 
And so then a year or so later, he was worth $10 million. And he said, okay, now I want to be worth $20 million. And then another couple of years went by and he says, I want to be worth $50 million. And it just never seemed to stop. And the reason it couldn't stop is because he had his priorities all messed up. His number one goal was to be rich, richer than the next guy. And here's what happened to him. He got so wrapped up in just making money and making money and more and more money because you know, people say that money is bad. Well, it's really not bad. The Bible doesn't say that money's bad. The Bible says the love of money is bad because it brings all kinds of things into our life, bad things into our life, and causes us not to be the kind of person God wants us to be, or the husband that we should be, or the father that we should be. But this man went on and on and on, and finally, his last goal was to be worth $100 million. Well, by then, I don't know, he's probably worth 50 or $60 million, but by then, his marriage had gone bad. His children turned on him. He put him in college. They wouldn't speak to him. He was pretty much just living by himself and he started drinking and he just had all kinds of problems because he put money first as its number one priority in business. So I'm not saying anybody out there is going to do that. But I can tell you, it's a dangerous thing to have money as your number one source for having a business. Number one reason, I should say. So I pray that that'll be helpful to you. And I hope it'll help some people get focused and understanding that we need to have a lot of things that we want to accomplish with a business. And money can be one of them, but certainly not number one. Now, when I thought about this podcast, which I have been thinking about it for several weeks, I wanted to talk mostly about the word success. I don't even like to mention, you know, failure. I don't like to use the word. I don't like to say fail. It just annoys me. You know, it's it's never fun to talk about failure. So let me just make a statement here. I just want you to repeat this word after I say it right now, wherever you are. Repeat this word, failure. Boy, that's not very enjoyable, is it? That's not a lot of fun. Let me here, let me give you another word to repeat. Repeat the word success. Now, wow, that lifts you up, doesn't it? That's fun. That's that's happy. That's a joyful feeling. So that's why I wasn't pretty very excited about talking about failure and so excited about talking about success. But I did want to give you some points and some issues dealing with failure in business and how to avoid it. So now I think I want to define the word success. Now, there's a lot of ways to define it. You can say having a lot of money, that's not just success. On the world side, they might think that's success, but success is a lot more than just having money or having a gigantic house a big mansion, a big palace, that's not a sign of success necessarily. One definition of success means to win. Just one word, just win. Success is to win. But success is not just winning. It's how we win. It's how we go about it. If one football team defeats another team, they refer to it as a win, right? This one team won, the other team lost, and that's the end of it. You either win a game or you lose a game. And It doesn't work that way in God's program, but God's word describes winning as how we win. He just adds the words how we win. Winning is still part of success, but it's how that we do it. The actions that we take and the direction that we take our life. A biblical basis to win must include having joy and having peace and helping others and thinking of others. And you see, a business is not something we just own to make a lot of money and get rich. But it is a tool to being a representative of Christianity. So winning as a Christian person in business is a tool to represent yourself in the family of God. What it's like to be a believer, a follower of Christ is a winner. The greatest win that we can ever have, the greatest success that we can ever have is to receive Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. Now, I want all of you to win, but more importantly... I want how you win to be your primary purpose in having a business. Now, I want all of you, all of your businesses to be successful. I mean, that is one of my goals. Why am I 
I doing this? I don't get paid to do this. I'm doing this because I want to be able to speak to people and let people know there's a good way to do things and there's an improper way to do things. I want you to be able to see from my perspective as a banker and a real estate developer and a pastor that I've seen a lot of people who win and lose. I've seen a lot of businesses that are failures and businesses that are incredibly successful. And I know that I want you to win and I want you to have a successful business. And the reason I feel that way is because when a Christian business is successful, it is a blessing to the kingdom of God. Let me give a list of reasons, you know, why God wants us to be successful. All right, here's a few of them. God wants us to enjoy life. He made this beautiful world for us to live on. He created these amazing bodies that we live in and Everything in them was created just perfectly. And he wants us to enjoy life. God wants us to have fun in everything that we do. Certainly in our business, he wants us to have fun. We can even have fun when we go through difficult times. Because when you're in a difficult challenge, we get some of the greatest joys we'll ever have is when we come out of that difficult challenge and we look back and give God the glory for what he's done for us. And so sometimes the challenges that we face in business, the trials that we have, can be some of the greatest reasons that we have joy and happiness when success comes in and we look back and give God credit for what he's done in all of these situations. Some people might say, well, I don't want my business to be all about fun. Well, then why can't our businesses be fun? You know, pro athletes, when they get on the field, what's the one of the things they say when they win a game? They usually say, we had fun out there today. We had a good time, and that's probably the reason that they won the game. But that's the first thing they're looking for is fun as a result of what they did on the field. So as a business person, we should be able to lift up our heads and not constantly be struggling and being challenged and all that, but we need to realize that God is the source of our joy and the joy of the Lord is our strength and realize that God was the one that wants to bless us. He's created us for with a reason and a purpose and a plan for our life. He's got a lot of reasons that he wants to bless us and he looks at us as being his greatest prize, his greatest possession, and he wants to bless his people. And I guarantee you, God wants to bless your business as long as your business is blessing the kingdom of God. Now, that's another topic, and I'll probably be talking about that in a future podcast, but that's something to think about. He'll bless us, but he certainly wants our business to be a blessing to the kingdom of God. Here's some scriptures I think that are just positive, encouraging scriptures to encourage us on the road to success. It's one's found in Nehemiah chapter 8 and verse 10, New Living Translation. It says, don't be dejected and sad because the joy of the Lord is our strength. I made that statement earlier, but think about that. The joy of the Lord is our strength. Our strength is having a wonderful relationship with him and our source of joy comes from him. Here's another good one. Joshua chapter one and verse nine. This is my command. Be strong, courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Now, Joshua 1.9. What a wonderful scripture that is. Think about that. It says that is, this is my command, he says, to be strong. He says that this is a command. I command you to be strong and courageous. And he says, don't be, uh, to be afraid. Don't be in fear. Don't be discouraged because wherever we are and whatever we're going through, God is with us. And it doesn't matter what we're involved in. It doesn't matter whether we're successful in business or struggling in our business. God is with us and he'll never leave us nor forsake us. Here's another wonderful scripture for encouragement. Philippians chapter four and verse six. Don't worry about anything. You know, if we were just take everything I've said earlier in this podcast and just kind of throw it out and just ignore it all, but you were able to accomplish and I was able to accomplish just this one thing in Philippians chapter four, verse six, New Living Translation. Don't worry about anything. This will have been the most successful podcast I've ever done in my life. 
And the reason I say that is, is because worry is our greatest enemy. Worry brings failure. So that's why God's word tells us, don't worry about anything. It says instead, okay, here we go. There's the condition. Don't worry about anything. That's the situation that we're in. Instead, he says, here's the blessing, pray about everything. And then it says, tell God what you need and thank him for all he's done. What a wonderful scripture for a business. If you're in the midst of struggling in your business, we've got to remember to thank God for what he's done. We need to thank him for our health. We need to thank him for our salvation. We need to thank him if we're married for our family, if we have children for our children. We need to thank him that we have a business. Even if the business is struggling right now, I think we can thank God for that business. And we can thank God in the middle of our circumstances. We don't want our circumstances to rob us from the joy of not worrying and the joy of praying and the joy of telling God how much we thank him and how thankful we are for all that he's done for us and for our business. All right, Proverbs 3 verses 5 and 6. I've used this before, but this is just such a solid scripture and it's one I'd like you to get embedded in your mind. It's one I probably repeat this scripture when I'm praying for people more than any passage in the word of God because it's so powerful. It's found in Proverbs chapter 3 verses 5 and 6. This is in the New Living Translation. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. Seek his will, that's God's will, in all you do, all you do, it says, and he will show you which path to take. Let's take a second and look at this. What's this telling us? Trust in God. And then it just doesn't just leave it there. It says, with all your heart. That means everything that we are, our thoughts, our desires, our plans, our wants, our needs, our desires, everything about us, trust in God. And it says, do not depend on your own understanding. So let's not depend on what I think about a situation. If you're going through a struggle right now, don't depend on what you think is the answer. Seek God's wisdom. Seek his direction in the word of God. Find good counsel. Meet with a pastor or someone that understands business enough to be able to pray with you. And and meet with people who could be a good mentor to help you determine how to change your business and turn it around and make it prosper. But in the more than anything else, if you're struggling, trust in the Lord with all of our heart and don't depend on our own understanding. You see, our understanding is, is filled with limits and problems where God's understanding is limitless. He understands everything and he understands the answer to everything. So let's seek God's understanding. It says, seek his will, seek God's will in all that we do. And it says, and he will show you which path to take. God will show us which path to take to have a successful business. All right, I've got to start to close this podcast out. It's really going fast today. Let me just make this statement. Whatever we put into our business will determine what we receive out of it or what we reap. It's the old scripture found in 2 Corinthians chapter 9 and verse 6 that tells us this, that says if a farmer, now that can be a business, right? A farmer is a businessman, plants only a few seeds, he will get only a small crop. But the farmer who plants generously will get a generous crop. That's the old saying of you reap what you sow. If you sow sadness in your business, you're going to reap a lot of that. If you if you sow joy and expectation, anticipation of God's blessing and his goodness in your business, you're going to reap that same thing in your business. So as we're closing out this podcast, remember this. We will only fail if we stop trying. We will only fail if we stop trusting God. We will only fail if we don't take God's word to heart and practice what his word says. So with that, 
I'm just going to pray that you'll be blessed and pray that God will help you in your business and that it will be successful. And if it's successful, that'll even be greater success than you've ever known or experienced. Father, bless those who are listening in. I thank you for the opportunity I've had once again to bring a podcast to people, Lord, something I've had a lot of experiences with, Lord, through my time, as you know, in the banking business and in my own business and as a pastor. And those experiences, Lord, and those those times I've counseled people and talked with people, Lord, you've used your word every single time to turn people around. So I pray for those today who are maybe concerned about their business could be heading in the area of failure, that you would bless them and that you would turn it around and that they would trust you with all their heart and lean not on their own understanding and in all their ways acknowledge you. And then you promise that you'll show them which path to take. I thank you for that now. And I pray that you'll bless them and prosper them, Father. And I thank you for this podcast. And I pray, Lord, that you would bless those who are who are maybe on the edge of failure in their business, that you'd give them new hope and new purpose. And Lord, help turn things around. I'll thank you for it because I believe great things are going to take place in the lives of people in business. And I'll give you praise for it in advance. I'm calling forth those things that are not as though they are. If a business is not prospering, I call forth a blessing in it and that it would prosper. And I'll thank you for that now and give you the praise. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Well, I hope this has been a blessing to you and helpful to you in your business. And uh, I'd like to tell you a little bit more about Quality Christian Living. If you'd like to know more about it and what we, we do in this podcast, this is podcast, I believe, number 218 in my series. And we're currently in a series of podcasts on business and we'll continue then and move on in this area. My next podcast is entitled How to increase sales and profits in business. Now, I'm sure everybody would like to know how to do that. And I know I was in a business that sometimes profits were hard to get and sales were difficult to get, but I know that God is always faithful. So we're going to talk about that and share a lot about that and give some ideas on how to increase sales and profits. You know, let me give you a quick thought. I just, I know that I don't want to get into the podcast, this new one, but just listen to this comment. Be careful of who you surround yourself with. That will affect your sales and your profits. Always keep God first in our business. Never leave truth out of our transactions. Protect your reputation. Profits must have a purpose. That's going to be very important to talk about that and that profits without purpose are dangerous. So these are just some of the things we're going to talk about in the next podcast. So I hope that you will listen in. And if you'd like to know more about Quality Christian Living, you can go to my webpage at davidcfriendauthor.com. And when you pull up that webpage, right on the front of it, you'll see a link to my podcast. And if you'd like to look back at the number of topics that we've covered, we've discussed subjects on finances, on generosity, on faith, on miracles. I've done series on for veterans to help them, those that came back from Vietnam or Afghanistan or some other place, a combat area. In addition to that, I've got podcasts on what prosperity is, what spiritual prosperity is, and what financial prosperity is. I've talked about the gifts of the Spirit and the fruit of the Spirit and how to operate in the gifts. So those are all topics that you can find in our podcast. So I hope that you would check that link out and look at the number of podcasts we've had because I get downloads, people listening to these podcasts from all of these areas all the time, and I thank God for that. In addition to that, on my website, if you scroll down from where it says links to the a link to the podcast, you can see there's a number of books that I've written, and they're on that web page. And the one book I've got on there is entitled "Experience the Joy of Debt-Free Living." Another one's called "Generosity: What's in It for Me." There's another one there, "Receive Everything from What We Call It Nothing." That is a faith book, a wonderful faith book based upon the promise that we can call forth things that are not as though they are. And I'm telling you. It's 
it's something that's really changed my life and my teaching, and, and I believe that it'll be a blessing to you. In addition to that, if you'd like to subscribe to my podcast, you can do that by going to cpnshows.com or wherever you listen to your podcasts. So I'm excited about the upcoming podcast. We're going to be doing more and more of these episodes on business over the next few weeks. And I'm not sure exactly where we're going to stop, but I'm relying on the Holy Spirit to give me that direction and guidance so that when we do stop, we will know that we've completed the task at hand. So I truly want to thank you for listening into this podcast. And please let your friends know that we're going to be talking about a very important subject in our next podcast entitled How to Increase Sales and Profits in Business. So with that, let me just close with these thoughts. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you. May he be gracious to you and give you peace. May you prosper and be in good health, even as your soul prospers. So until next time, I pray that God will richly bless you in all that you do. And I pray that your business will grow and expand to the glory of God. And for those of you who are new in the business or seeking a new business, I pray the Holy Spirit would guide you and direct you. And I pray that some of these teachings would would speak directly into your particular business, into your desire to either have one or to expand the one that you've had. I don't believe those thoughts come into our mind quickly and easily without a reason and a purpose. And so I want to go back before I close this up and ask you that question. Why are you in business and why are you in business to succeed? I want you to know that, think about that, and you might even encourage other people that you know are in business and just ask them that question because that's the key, I believe, to success. Because if our business plan does not include blessing the kingdom of God, we are making a big mistake and we will miss out on the blessings of the Lord. So once again, thank you so much for listening in and may God richly bless you.